I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everybody. It's us, Tossed Popcorn. We were wondering if you would please mind to please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcasts app. We see you, everyone who has already done it. We really appreciate it. And we'd love to get more of those stars because we know you're out there and we know you're listening. And it makes a big difference for us. Thank you. Here's the episode. Hi. Oh, 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 hey. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching Rear Window. Why, a woman going anywhere but the hospital would always take makeup, perfume, and jewelry. Number 48 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers for this mm, voyeuristic old film. Well, Liana, let's just listen to our predictions. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sienna, here's what I thought Rear Window might be about. Good morning, Sienna. It's Liana. I'm about to watch Rear Window. I don't know anything about this movie, except that it's got our boy in it. Our boy. Whoa. My window. Oh, it's in the rear. <laughs> so maybe it's about learning how to parallel park? <laughs> check check your rear window? What is a <laughs> rear window? <laughs> Love you. Bye. You're thinking of vertigo. I, I was thinking of rear view mirror. <laughs> 
is what I was thinking. Vertigo was basically learning how to parallel park. <laughs> a lot of cars. Yeah. And being dizzy. And sort of how to parallel park yourself in space. <laughs> yeah. That feels right to me. Yeah. Well, let's listen to mine. Yeah, right. Hey, Liana, it's your gal, hey. Sienna. I'm about to watch Rear Window. I have seen this film. Oh. I saw it quite a while ago, oh. mm-hmm. so I don't remember much. I do remember Jimmy Stewart being here again. Mm. Man, he has got a chokehold <laughs> on the American Film Institute. So welcome back, Jimmy. Mm. I also know it's going to be about some crotchety old man with the telescope. Yep. Peeping at his neighbors. Mm. Kind of. <laughs> And I believe Her Majesty Princess Grace. She princess. Yeah. What's her name? Kelly, isn't oh, it? Shit, Google. Her. All right. I love Fuck. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Did Jimmy Stewart see someone at the AFI like hit a kid with their car? Why? Why is he in so many of these movies? I mean, I guess they just used him in these things that ended up really taking off. And I mean, maybe he was some secret sauce. Secret I, sauce. I am grateful it's him. Out yeah. of all, because he's, he's fun to talk about. Of the boys on the list. Usually sweetie. He's tall. He's lanky. He's somewhat harmless. He's yeah. usually nice in the movies. Yeah. Most of the things that we've learned about him, too, behind the scenes have been, like, interesting or good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, eh, all, right. Yeah, a, all right. It's a one point for the AFI, well, okay, I'd say. James Stewart. <laughs> Fine. And, of course, this is our man again. Who has harmed people? The birds. Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Mr. The Birds. Mr. The Birds. Alfred the Birds Hitchcock, <laughs> comma, sir? Should, should I just give my summary now? Yeah. This is the most efficient episode we will ever possibly record, <laughs> and you're welcome, listeners. A summary of Rear Window. Window? Chaboy Alfred Hitchcock is <laughs> at it again <laughs> with this movie, Rear Window. Jimmy Stewart plays a war photographer, Ooh. I think, uh, with a broken leg who spends his days scratching under his cast whining about how much his gorgeous girlfriend loves him, and watching his neighbors in their New York apartments. A number of these neighbors have, or are, nagging wives. (laughs) One day, Jimmy notices the salesman in the building across from him acting suspicious, Mm. and figures he probably offed his own nagging wife. Mm -hmm. Jimmy and his beautiful girlfriend (laughs) and his insurance company nurse... (laughs) Set forth <laughs> to solve the crime. The end. That's the that's the setup of that's that really film. It. I mean, ninety percent of it is him looking in windows. So nothing happens for the first one hour of this movie. Yeah, and I guess in the end, it turns out the guy actually did kill his wife. Yep. Jimmy was right all along. <laughs> so, R.I.P. the wife. Yeah, as per on this list, we never see her again. All right, Liana. Well, yes. I would love to hear some history if you got some. <laughs> Hello. Let's take a peek into the historical context behind Rear Window, the 1954 Hitchcock film. Hitchcock sucked. You can learn more about that in our Vertigo episode. Boo. Boo. Rear Window. Rear, rear, the Roger. rear Window is based on the 1942 short story, quote, It Had to Be Murder. <laughs> By Cornell Woolrich. It was shot entirely at Paramount Studios in Los Angeles, which I found fascinating. Wow. And they set up a, quote, highly nuanced lighting system to create natural light for day and night scenes in that courtyard of apartments. Damn it. That's cool. I know. 
The set was based on a real courtyard at 125 Christopher Street in New York City. And the murder in this movie was inspired by two real-life murders. Which ones? Yes, thank you. (laughs) And which ones? And which murders were they? One, the murder of Cora Henrietta Crippen in 1910, and one, the murder of Emily Kay in 1924. Content warning, this is about murdering women, and it's a little bit grim, and it's a little bit graphic. Okay. Corinne Cora Henrietta Crippen, nay Turner, was a woman. She was born... (laughs) Ah. Oh! (laughs) Terrifying. No. She was born... Kuingunde Makamatsky, and her parents were German and Polish, I believe, and she performed, she was a performer, performing under the stage name Belle Elmore. She married a man ah, oh, <laughs> named God. Holly Harvey Crippen, who was an American homeopath, and this was his second marriage. Both during their marriage allegedly had affairs, And this couple moved to Camden, London in 1905 from America, I believe. In January of 1910, Cora disappeared after a party in their home. And her husband, Holly Harvey Crippen, claimed, oh, she's gone to America. She took a trip. Sound familiar? Wow. Where he biffed it, where Crippen biffed. It was that he allowed the woman he was having an affair with, who, by the way, was his secretary, Classic. to wear Cora's jewelry. Damn. And that that raised eyebrows and suspicions. So ultimately, people came and investigated. Crippen and his lover fled to Canada. And at that point, the police went back and searched the home a few more times and gruesome alert found a torso under the brick floor of the basement. <laughs> They went, they arrested Crippen on a boat, and he was hanged in England in November of 1910 for the murder of Cora Henrietta Crippen. Okay, very dark that there's a character named Miss Torso in this. Shit, you're right. (laughs) Fuck. Yilly. Oh, Jesus Christ. The murder of Emily Kay, 1924. In lieu of details, uh, well, actually, in lieu of (laughs) backstory... Um, basically, Emily Kay was murdered by somebody named Patrick Mahan, and per Alfred Hitchcock, in an interview he did with uh, filmmaker Francois Truffaut, th- this is what Alfred Hitchcock said, quote, he, Patrick Mahan, cut up the body and threw it piece by piece out a train window, but he didn't know what to do with the head, uh. and that's where I got the idea of having them look for the victim's head in rear window. Ultimately, Patrick Mahan tried to burn the head, but it, like spooked him so much that he ran away (laughs) back to the hitchcock quote quote several years later one of the four chief inspectors of scotland yard came to see me me being hitchcock he had handled the investigation after mahan's arrest and he told me they'd had a problem in getting hold of that head they only found traces of it but not the head itself in all cases involving mutilation you see the biggest problem for the police is to locate the head Wow. So those were the two murders that inspired the way that the murder happens uh-huh. in this movie. Yeah. Those both, those are things. Uh-huh. That, That's those, the, uh-huh. It's basically looking at people and then those two things. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really odd. And you don't even see either of those two things. They just talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. Thank you. And now we, we put the binoculars away from that history. Ta-da. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> like a little delicate martini glass. <laughs> 
All right, well, Liana, shall we get into our phone notes? Let's get into it. Your first note is... Oh. Is that the apartment from Friends? All right, my answer? No. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? The apartment that looked like the apartment from Friends. Which The piano guy. Okay, actually, Mm -hmm. right now when you said that, I thought in my brain, I wonder which one she means, and I first thought, okay, probably piano guy. Piano guy. Yeah. Because the window... Yeah, there's a but big maybe, I guess maybe other buildings also just have windows. Yeah, I think. But I it think looked. if you learned anything from this movie, it's that many buildings have windows. <laughs> you have written, Hitchcock saw West Side Story and he was like, I want to do that. <laughs> That's all I could think as this began. Like, what? I just because it was just another. Just because it was New York? Yes, but also just like. That we had another Hitchcock coming in hot. And we've seen several Hitchcocks at this point. This is our third? I think so. We had Vertigo, we had Psycho. And now we have Rear Window. He yeah. loves to end with, oh. <laughs> Whoa. You're right. Yeah. Whoa. Psycho. Birdo. The Birdo. The bird bo- Those. <laughs> the Birdbo. Jesus. <laughs> Hitchcock's the Birdbo. <laughs> he was just so like, New York. Because people were sitting out on their, well, sleeping out on their yeah. stoops and things. Mm-hmm. And it was the community all chatting. Yeah. I know there are other movies like that, but I'm really just thinking of West Side Story. I guess it it was sort of giving the whitest version of West Side Story (laughs) possible. All jets. Entirely (laughs) jets. Entirely non-musical jets. Yeah. Is who, non-musical, non-dancer, except the one, (laughs) jets. Right. Yes. The one. Miss Torso, as they called her, which offensive. That sucks. That sucks so much now knowing what we know. I would have preferred Miss Legs. If I was in her position. Her torso is almost the only part of her that's covered. Yeah. Ugh. I guess I didn't have word for midriff at the time. Ms. Midriff. Ms. Ms. Look at those clams. Uh, look at those gams. More like. Look at those torso. Um, torso. Psycho. Vertigo. Uh, rear window. Torso. Wow. Checkmate. Wow. AFI. <laughs> so across from him, there is a woman her literal name the character is literally called miss torso and i do apologize but she was a queen <laughs> i do apologize so you liked her um i did in that she was just dancing around eating snacks yeah i guess i, sh- I should have been more like yas girl uh-huh. i i was so mad that like the first one of the first characters is a woman in her underwear who then bends over hitchcock is such a horny man he sucks i it sucks it. so much. And her only thing is she literally can't speak because nobody in this can speak. <laughs> and so they just watch her mm-hmm. from across the way. Mm-hmm. Him and then he makes his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they'll either be like, wow. <laughs> they don't say it, but they say with their eyes, that's a lot of ass. Yeah. Or that when uh, his girlfriend comes in, she's like, oh, yeah, I know what it's like to have to have five boyfriends and that's our job. <laughs> And I'm like, is, is this what Hitchcock thinks? <laughs> Those are the two jobs for women in the past. Yeah. Either fashion vaguely that's or like, have five boyfriends. I think that's really what at least Hitchcock thought. Because they 100%. say at some point that the hardest thing for a woman is to juggling wolves. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like the hardest thing is just like trying to have is a not job. not getting murdered by your husband. A, not getting murdered on the way back from B, work where you don't get paid enough. <laughs> I, I only felt anger when I saw her, but I, I'm glad that you felt some sort of like, yeah. I think I tried to reclaim it right away. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I love that. Starting a film. Nope. This is ours. <laughs> this is ours. That's for us. She's mine. Shut up. Nobody. Don't look at her. Those tits are for the for us. Don't look at her. Those are my tits. <laughs> mine. You know what this movie is a good example of mm. is post code. The code ending. Was this mid code movie? Mm-hmm. 
Well, they were definitely breaking the rules. <laughs> they were not doing it like they used to. But this is right the beginning of we're just going to not let women speak and just show their butts. That's a lot. right. That's right. Yeah. Their you butts and their bare backs as well. She was uh-huh. like back to camera, no no talks. <laughs> a lot of back to camera. A lot of back to camera. <laughs> a lot of lady back in this movie. You're right. This this was sort of a genius way to have very few women speak. <laughs> it's like I hate when they talk. To see a lot of women and have very few of them speak. <laughs> what? How can I make a movie <laughs> in which there's a lot of hot ladies and I we love, don't have to hear from a single one I of them? I love blondes. <laughs> But when they open their mouths, like, oh, I want to kill them. I hate hearing them. (laughs) I couldn't believe that this was the second movie in a row where it's just about men who hate their wives. (laughs) Also, this movie, like, in this film, he can't even meet, he didn't meet the guy, he didn't hear the guy. He just is like, he must have killed his wife. I mean, everybody wants to. Uh. (laughs) And Grace Kelly also was like, wives nag. (laughs) It's like, Grace. Grace, you're a princess, girl. That is not diplomatic of you. <laughs> Think of the international implications. Think of, of your such country. a statement. Where is she, princess of Monaco? Yeah, I think it's Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look over there! Is that an ad break? We'll be right back. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. <laughs> you said broken legs are fixed after seven weeks. I would have guessed around two years. Honestly, same. Right? If a leg is broken, I, I, I sort of apply horse rules. Like, it's over. Put her down. You're not going to make it. If I ever break my leg, just put me down. I assume I'm just dead. (laughs) We're given two legs in this life, (laughs) and we're told to not break either of them. (laughs) They told us not to break them. Why'd you go and break it? Day one, they were like, don't break this. And I was like, okay. And I love to follow directions. Yeah, so it starts off, he's like, how dare you? Some friend calls and is like, hey, is your broken leg fixed? And Mm -hmm. he's like, you ass. You ass. (laughs) How dare you? screw you my friend i have one more week and i'm gonna spend that week watching my neighbors and then he hangs up uh-huh and he scratches his yeah but he's like yeah i had seven weeks of this and i was like wow i didn't know how broken legs worked at all it must not have been a bad break i get and he probably was it even it, broken i get was he just doing it for attention was he i mean he would his character was so annoying. I'll say something that's a little bit misandrist all right men do not have a high pain tolerance no are we sure you he agree? didn't just, like, bump into a table? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> oh, my... I've broken my leg! And then he's like, wow, Grace Kelly, you care too much about fashion to ever hang out with me and my war photos. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my leg! Oh, my leg! Okay, Liana is continuing to talk about the apartment from Friends. I swear to God, house. it was the apartment from Friends. It, you know, abs- it must have... I've never seen windows like that anywhere else except the hit TV franchise that propelled six people to lifelong wealth. Uh-huh. Friends. Right. Okay. Have you seen Friends? I have. Do you know any of the exterior shots where they're yeah. on a balcony yeah, and the course. windows are slanted? Yeah. Okay, so you've just known what I've been talking about this whole time. Yeah. And you don't believe me. I don't. All yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, Liana, I have, I have seen a, a note from you. Thank you. That is really making me laugh, which is, did he take his wife out in that briefcase? And the answer is yes. Oh my this god. This movie's <gasps> fucked up. <laughs> Wait, I just registered the fact that all those nights he was walking out with her body in there? It was one night. It was multiple trips in one night. Oh, right. With different parts of her body each time. Right. Because this Jimmy movie has is gruesome in a very 1950s way. And this is also what pissed me off about it was like, you don't see the murder. Yeah. You don't see any graphic depictions of body parts or anything. It's all just spoken <laughs> about, it's implied, which means like nobody was comprehending that a woman. Yeah suffered and was killed yeah they're just like oh what's he doing what's he holding what could be in his How briefcase he, oh he got her out in the briefcase it was literally, she it, was an object the whole film he chopped her up and gruesomely gruesomely stuffed her into a suitcase yeah a briefcase even oh my god 
Liana has said in all caps, puppy in a basket. That's, there you go. And then a little lower, Liana has said, puppy in a basket. <laughs> oh, okay. Third time, Liana. Oh, four times, Liana has said, puppy, <laughs> in, a puppy in a basket. A puppy in a basket. Basket pup. <laughs> okay, this last one, though, is really towards the end of your notes. So does that mean... They got a new puppy at the very end. Oh. Okay, oh. everyone. This is a, a sweet couple with an admittedly shrill woman involved. <laughs> Sorry. It's not my fault. Um, it's not my fault they designed microphones to make women sound shrill. They have a little basket on a pulley system. It's and so they cute. they put their puppy in the basket and they lower him down to the first floor so he can hop out and sniff around the flowers and it's piss. So cute. <laughs> Sorry that I said piss. <laughs> This dog, this dog is so cute. He hops out of the basket. He smells flowers. He pisses. <laughs> they have the cutest he pissing takes puppy. Takes a piss. Oh, pissing puppy. He loves to piss. A puppy taking a piss. It is so cute. <laughs> the that cutest pulley. little piss. And the puppy hops right out, and then hops back in, and they pull the basket back up, and it's like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering. I'm just remembering when the puppy died. Stop it. Well, don't laugh they don't really everything it's is, awful everything is from far away it's all from his window so there's just sort of like <laughs> there's sort of like mm. a piece of fuzz <laughs> <laughs> sort of a matted piece of fuzz that they have to put back in it's kind of like a like it's a, really fucked up that that woman goes and puts it back in the basket no. and is like do you want this do you paper want this? i guess i'll put your dead dog back in this basket have you ever seen like a um a patty melt there's like a hamburger what the <laughs> fuck a patty melt sort of a smash a patty version. melt is this, that uh yeah, yeah, yeah this dog was sort of it became patty melted even though it died from like i think strangulation it's, yeah yeah even then it was so flat so flat i didn't know it, things became just flat when it's they like die it, it deflated according to films <laughs> when a woman dies she becomes very still yeah and when a dog dies it becomes completely flat well <laughs> it was like it was like um you know a build-a-bear when you first get the yes. like <laughs> all the stuffing just sort of sort of pelt of the animal <laughs> yeah it was like pre-built build-a-bear it was really tragic <laughs> Sienna, you have written something. Uh-huh. She's either practicing or pretending or good friends with a visiting ghost. Oh, that was when, uh, what was her name? Miss Lonely Hearts was downstairs and she was like going on a fake date. You'll see in my notes. Um, and I apologize again, but I did refer to her as sad bitch <laughs> throughout the film. The sad like, bitch. Oh, sad bitch is back. Yeah. Oh, she's dancing with no one. <laughs> oh boy. It's fun to see how they depict like a lonely woman in yeah. a, both a visual medium and a Hitchcock let's, creation. Let's do a segment where we go through the women of this film. Please, okay? <laughs> we have literally Miss Torso. Miss Torso. The dancing butt. Dancing <laughs> Her character description in the screenplay. Miss Torso, 21, dancing butt. That's what they made her. Yeah. It's effed up. Um, we have uh, yes. the shrill dog owner. The shrill dog owner who loves her puppy. Who sleeps on a mattress. Sleeps on a mattress. Seems to have a good marriage. Sleeps on a mattress on the balcony. Yeah. We have Clay Woman. Oh, yeah. Who naps. The only one who seems to be truly thriving. She has some sort of pastime, at least. Yeah. And she's making what seems to be... A giant rendition of an Incan pot out of clay. Then we have Sad Bitch. Yeah. Who Miss Lonely Hearts, as they call her. Can't get a date and then tries to kill her. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
This is what Hitchcock thought women did. They could either make something out of clay, they could have and then yell about a dog, they yeah. could be an ass, they could be like literally a butt, or <laughs> they, they, or they, if they can't get laid, they have to kill them. I'd have been dead years ago in Hitchcock's universe. I wouldn't have made it through college. This is not funny. This is very dark. But thinking of it as Hitchcock trying his darndest the rules to understand women. <laughs> He's like, I, I don't just know. wish to understand. So well, this is the if one you're a woman. You either can get a date. You can be a dancing ass. If you don't get it, you either don't get, get millions of no dates. Men, if you don't have five boyfriends, you kill yourself. You either get millions of dates or you're married and your husband hates you. <laughs> or you kill yourself. Or you kill yourself. I was really struck by Miss Sad Bitch, as you said. I was struck by that when she's like alone, she's like still putting on makeup and getting ready, and this, she was doing like a fake date. Yeah. But it's just like single women don't just like only put on makeup but not have a boyfriend. <laughs> like she could have other activities to do, you know? Every night she, she pretends to. to- have a date yeah. in her home. She sets the table. What else she is a woman to wine. do? She lights the candles. I know the past. It was tougher, and like there was a lot of pressure <laughs> to get married. I know things. I know things. Listen, were we tough. know the past was not. But great. I also know that women have been having hobbies for a long time, <laughs> and jobs, and like things to do. According to Hitchcock, all women at the end of the day, if they yeah. don't have five boyfriends or a husband who hates them, uh-huh. come home <laughs> and have a pretend date. And then try to take a fatal amount of sleeping pills. <laughs> He's like, well, what else would they do? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, sad bitch. She wasn't even blonde. <laughs> I know. That's, you could kind of, you, we should have known from the beginning, like, oh, this woman's <laughs> gonna to never going to make it. So the final two women are these, the, final the two, two, the two uh, main women in it, which let's talk about how he treats them. All they so, do is serve him in the film, first of all. And he's... Boo. He is so ungrateful. Oh, I, Jimmy in Hitchcock films, not a likable boy. Mm-mm. And in Vertigo, he sort of was supposed to be unlikable. In this one, I don't know, maybe he was supposed to be. But also, I just, I didn't like anybody in this movie, except I liked the nurse very much. Yeah, me too. Because she was like, stop staring at everyone. Yeah. Also, I'm your nurse. Like, you should be very grateful for me. Yeah. And she was also like, shut up and just like get married. Like, just shut up. Shut up. She's a gorgeous. She's literally a princess of Monaco. Yeah. They are making him sandwiches. They're delivering food right in front of him. She orders him a gorgeous lobster dinner that from the nicest restaurant in town. was crazy. <laughs> she is dressed so nicely. To the nines. She's dressed in an outfit nobody will ever wear again. It was so nice. This is when they would invest in like floofy mm-hmm. tool mm-hmm. covered mm-hmm. gowns mm-hmm. good gowns the beautiful point, gowns she comes in and she's literally like yeah he, he's like what are you going to something special and she's like this is the special thing I'm, I'm going just here to for you to serve you tonight and then she's like hey baby i'm going to sleep over can we talk about the way that they kissed in this movie when was because it? i hated it uh-huh. This happened twice in the yeah. film. This is why I think this is when they started to give up Hayes codes because they were just like smooch, smooch, smooch. But it was oh, gross. Also, Hitchcock, remember in his last one in Psycho, he yeah. got around it by just producing it himself or Yeah. Whatever. Maybe he did that. But again. that was late. That was like six years after this. So it was like Psycho the Hayes was codes after were... this? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was? Yeah. They kissed in a way that I I felt heterophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I said don't do this in front of me. No, I don't want to see this. It she, was they, right up to the camera. It was like, and they kept talking in between little tiny kisses. And maybe I just have not felt the touch of a human in a long time. But I was like, 
no. <laughs> no talking? This is not for me. No to all of it. No, yeah. The little sounds that it made. Yeah. You know what's funny is... I hated it. I My memory is like very slight of that because that is where I will over my eyes. You look away. I do, yeah. Yeah. Like, you. That's for you that's, guys. <laughs> I shouldn't be seeing I this. shouldn't be looking at this. <laughs> Which is ironic in a film about voyeurism. Whoa, whoa. I watched a movie in which most of the women were hated. I love my window. Whoa. Is that the apartment from Friends? <laughs> okay, we must talk about this. Liana, you said parkour legend Lisa. Parkour legend Lisa. Let's talk about when Lisa was crazy. She rogue. She was being crazy. Lisa was feel- She was in a silly, goofy mood. She was being random. Yeah, Lisa's like, honestly... I'll go over there. I look amazing. I can go actually anywhere. Yeah. They, Lisa and Stella, nurse and girlfriend. (laughs) This is post-dog becoming pelt. Yeah, they basically are figuring out the crime and they're like, oh my gosh. The dog was digging. What was the dog digging for? Let's go dig as well. Right. We're going to lure this guy out of his apartment. So, so we're going to have Jimmy call, lure him out of his apartment. We're going to go across the street and dig up what it is because we bet it's that, that'll that be the evidence we need to yeah. get this guy arrested. And they hop a fence to get there. And I, yeah. fir- I first was like, whoa, women doing yeah. physical things. No, this is when there are two ladies who love to dig. Two ladies loving to dig. And then they find nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what gives? What the hell? And then Lisa says, yeah. do you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to climb into the apartment of a murderer. Lisa's like, guys, I'm literally feeling so crazy right now. I'm what just going to do it. What if we did this? Do I'm it. You go. won't. Oh my gosh. Truth or dare at me. I dare myself to go. Yeah. I'm going. I'm in here. I'm arrested. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is also dressed so beautifully. Gorgeous. Big skirt. She is, Big skirt. She's the least inconspicuous. She's the most conspicuous. That's right. <laughs> Incredibly noticeable. Yeah. Couldn't be in a louder outfit. <laughs> She's like, looks, she's the most gorgeous woman in this courtyard right now. Everyone is looking out their apartment like, why is this glamorous woman trying to get into this quiet <laughs> man's apartment? Why is she parkouring into this apartment? Why is she going to the apartment of that man who hates his sick wife? <laughs> what is this? Did he order this? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the, the cops come neither. The, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the big, kind of the climax of the movie, you might say. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. It was all still very quiet and slow. I can't believe it took an hour for us to find out who even was going to be killed. Because yeah. I knew, I was like, okay, if he's out watching, then something nefarious is going to happen. And since it's a Hitchcock film, it's going to be a woman dying. Mm-hmm. And it still took so long for even that to happen. We do need to discuss the end just a bit. Well, the actually. end. The embarrassing ending of this mm-hmm. movie. Why was what? it so embarrassing in okay. your mind? <laughs> because he breaks his leg again? The way that he flops out of the window... <laughs> Was so embarrassing. The way that they filmed it, where he was suspended in the air for a little too long because yeah, they didn't have like moment. good effects. Little vertigo moment. But he just really flopped. It, I, well, I'll say it. It gave me the ick. Yeah. I said, oh. It just was a really embarrassing way to fall out a window. Oh, like it yeah. didn't look heroic at all. He was okay. being dangled and then he like f- just, he really flopped. Also before that, you just reminded me the other embarrassing part of this end is when <sighs> he flashes he keeps flashing and let us not let us clarify let us clarify he just sort of he gets grabs all his flash bulbs jimmy does yeah Mm -hmm. jimmy does and he he wheels back and as the guy comes into his unlocked apartment because the nurse left i i I thought about that too and i was like jimmy just locked the door but he can't because his apartment is not wheelchair accessible yep and flash 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 
he flashes him with his light, which mm-hmm. the guy would not close his eyes this for. This man was an idiot. <laughs> he kept being like, oh, I was like, really how hurt. did this guy kill his wife if he's <laughs> too stupid to understand that after one time the f- camera flashes, maybe you shouldn't look directly back right. at where the camera flashed. Yeah. It's like, oh, it hurt my eyes. Oh, oh well, time to do this again. Walking oh, forward my with my eyes open. Five Ow. times he gets flashed. I mean, fool your fifth. Shame on you. And it's still he gets to Jimmy and yeah. dangles him out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so dumb. It was very stupid. Very stupid. And here is what disappointed me about the movie the mm-hmm. most beyond, you know, the misogyny mm-hmm. and the woman murder and, you know, mutilation. All disappointing. Um, when they dismantled a woman, I didn't like that. That was disappointing to me. I thought there was going to be some sort of intrigue where Jimmy was making, was accusing people of all these things, but nothing had actually happened. Uh-huh. I thought at some point the sickly woman would like return from her trip and the man uh-huh. had been telling the truth yeah. the whole time and nobody... I thought either... Here's 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 what I thought. Yes. I thought either throughout the film, nobody in Jimmy's life was going to believe him and he actually would have been... was correct and the man did murder but got away with it because nobody in Jimmy's life believed him or Jimmy was seeing and accusing this man of things that actually ended up not being the case, and Jimmy had just gone yeah. stir-crazy because of his broken, very itchy, sweaty leg. Totally. That's what I thought would happen. That's why I was surprised to see all of it, because I'm like, oh, he just observed it, told people, and was right. And then everybody who was good was fine. Yeah. And Maybe because it was a code film, it had to be, but... The whole community ends up being, like, helpful. <laughs> everybody got a happy ending. The sad yeah. bitch met a man, so she didn't have to kill herself. Yeah. Dancing woman torsos. cute. The man, Short the man was the piano man who we'd been hearing the yeah, whole time. Yeah, yeah, She marries that. She gets together with piano man in the friend's apartment, and then dancing woman's tiny boyfriend yeah. comes home from a war. Yeah, which war? <laughs> yeah, I don't, maybe the Korean War. The war I don't somewhere. know. I liked that. Maybe he was and nine years late eat, from World War Two. They both eat like chicken together. Oh, I actually loved the ending. I thought you would like that part specifically. I was like, yeah. oh, Sienna's gonna like that. This like short king has arrived. <laughs> In this gorgeous woman's apartment. And Jimmy decides to get together with Princess of Monaco, Grace yeah. Kelly, wow. who is reading an adventure book and then switches to yeah. a fashion because magazine. Because he's finally seen her. He's finally so... He can finally accept her now that he's seen her do something dangerous. Oh, I thought it was because he was asleep. <laughs> well, I think there might be an ad break buried under those flowers. Women, go! <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Sienna, let's move on to badges and trages, in which yes. we award the film a badge for a puppy in a basket and a trage for a puppy on the ground. <laughs> oh. Okay, I have a badge for a massage. Yeah. I mean, it was him getting it from a woman, of course, because that's how it always. But I love a massage. It did look nice. I need a massage. Oh, this yeah. podcast is in great need of massages. Mm-hmm. We're Please. soon, as you have heard, we're soon launching a Patreon. <laughs> Please. One of those Please. scales, one of those tiers is going to be just... Please so pay we us can pay for massages. And massages. <laughs> I have a badge for the New York reality of someone doing vocal warm-ups in an apartment near you. (laughs) Badges for dog pulley system. A badge for these blue pajamas that Jimmy was wearing. I love a set of blue pajamas. I love them. Cute. Badge for one of the only things. (laughs) One of the things I did appreciate production-wise was how slow the pacing was of this movie. (laughs) That's much easier for me to watch. (laughs) It's barely like a movie. It's, again, like sort of a pleasant screensaver. Yeah, it really was. Badge for Grace's wardrobe. Oh, stunning. My next badge is for Grace Kelly's outfit. Oh, so good. Every outfit, bangers only. Unreal. Badge for multiple meals being placed in front of you. (laughs) I have recently (laughs) just been like thinking about my meals. I have just like my schedule has changed. So I'm trying to figure out what to have for lunch every day. I would love if someone would just set it in front of me. Yeah. I mean, what a treat. My final badge is for two small pups. Oh, actually three, because at the end they got a new pup and then somebody else. It was a blink and you'll miss it moment. But because my dog radar is razor sharp, I saw it. Oh, so there were three pups total. Cute. Badge for Stella, as we said. Stella. Great. Great woman. What a woman. Now that's a woman. (laughs) Great character. Uh, Badge for, huh? Somebody said this at at some point. I think it's Officer Perv. (laughs) We haven't discussed, but there's a pervy officer. He really is. And I think. He sucked. It's, I think that somebody says something and he there's like a, a pause and then he goes, eh, <laughs> genuinely <laughs> funny. There's a badge for fitting sleepover things into an extremely compact bag. Whenever I go anywhere, you see all my stuff I have even when I bring here. Yeah. I have a huge bag and I can't even fit it all. Badge for the ending. I thought the ending was really funny. 
badge for the idea that Stella predicted the Great Depression. I loved that. That was so funny. That is hilarious. I was I was tending to General Motors and he was not well. And First, it's because he was stressed. <laughs> First of all, interesting. Second of all, love the energy of being like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And finally, uh, badge for a little glimpse into Jimmy Stewart's handwriting. That was fun. Yeah, it was bad. It was different than I thought it would be. like a child. It was like, I felt like it was a combination of caps and lowercase. That's what it felt like. Yeah, maybe he was trying to go for like serial killer vibes, but. It was all caps, but it felt that way. Oh, uh uh-huh. Trages? Yes. Trash for almost immediately after the movie starts, a woman in her underwear bending over. I mean, keep it in your pants, Hitchcock. Unreal. And let her wear some pants. Trash for all these women doing stuff for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first thought. It's just everybody's waiting. One of them's a nurse. The other one's his amazing girlfriend who, who fully has a job. Yeah. Trash for this detective thinks that Jimmy's owned a quote couple hundred knives in his <laughs> lifetime that is so many knives that? yeah he was like i don't know why I, they, for some reason they were talking about knives oh he was like you think having a knife is unusual that's not unusual you've probably owned like a couple what, a couple hundred knives in your lifetime and i was like do you keep losing no them? do you go through them i've owned maybe like seven knives they're probably like well yeah we all use wives to we all use knives to chop up 40? our various wives wives and girlfriends mm. so you go through a lot couple of couple hundred Trage for else, I will say, Officer Perv. Mm-hmm. So this officer, he just, his whole thing is that he just stares at uh, Grace Kelly the whole time. Yeah. And then like stares at her stuff and it's gross and creepy. A trage for the way that Officer Perv says, or is, it talks about female intuition and minimizes it. Yeah. A trage for stop saying shut up to her. Mm. There's like an entire a, a little scene, there's a little sequence in which Jimmy just keeps saying, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Like, you that's, that's so I remember rude. that that's so rude i hated that he would have gotten in so much trouble in kindergarten and he should get in a lot more trouble now <laughs> my final trage is for the puppy oh that was my least favorite part of the movie and somebody chopped up a woman <laughs> and that didn't make it in my trages list <laughs> <laughs> oh god it didn't sienna shall we move on yes this now we must Pull, pull, we must, we must look t- through a telescope. Fix our aperture. Oh, yeah. And and focus up on the segment, how to pretend you've seen this film. This is for you are... At a photography class? I was going to say in your own apartment, <laughs> looking out a window through your telescope, but then a face appears super big in front of it, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> and Jeffries yes. is in front of your telescope. Who is, by the way, a photographer. <laughs> yeah. Many of them are also film bros. Yeah, huh. And Jeffries is in your home yeah, <laughs> saying, whoa, is that a telescope? I love those. Uh, it reminds me of my favorite movie, which is, has a photographer as the main character. Well, that's actually mine. Why is my favorite? I'd love to film you one day. <laughs> May I take your photograph? No. <laughs> and in order to stop Jeffries from, from flashing you... Oh. <laughs> With movie facts. We're going to give you a few sentences you can say to pretend you've seen the film Rear Window. Jeffries, I... I, No! (laughs) Aren't you only, like, 50? You couldn't possibly be ready for marriage. Your whole life is ahead of you. Jeffries, of course I've seen Rear Window. Did you know that movie begins with the rear in the window? (laughs) 
Jeffries, I know about Rear Window, and unfortunately, you're not going to want to keep talking to me because I'm not ordinary. Jeffries, I know about Rear Window. It's so amazing because it shows a lot of slices of life of the many people in the neighborhood. In fact, the plot is barely, is barely visible at all. <laughs> Jeffries, you have to get out of here. My five boyfriends are about to arrive, <laughs> and I need to prepare my chicken legs. My chicken legs! My chicken legs! Jeffries, of course I have seen Rear Window. It's one of Hitchcock's only films in which a woman helps solve the crime because the clues are all about what women would do. <laughs> it's almost as if Hitchcock consulted a professional woman. <laughs> oh, Jeffries, call the ambulance. I'm a woman in my 30s and I'm single. I can't exist. I can't exist. And now that you have sent Jeffries on his merry way, He's flopped right out the window. <laughs> he just broke his legs. Yeah, he's fine. Don't worry. Now we shall move on to our next segment, which is, of course, should you watch this or? This is when we tell you if you should watch this film or if you should spend your time staring at something else. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, do you have an answer first? Yeah, my answer is no. <laughs> no. If you've seen a woman in her underwear, <laughs> if you've seen a man who hates a woman, which... All of us have seen both of those. Uh -huh. <laughs> you have seen this film. I would say what you could do instead is, honestly, the thing that's coming to mind, an escape room. Oh. I think, that, I think that would be fun. I've actually never, ever done one. I have watched a YouTube clip what? of Sebastian Stan doing escape room, and I think I would be amazing at you them. I think I'd be so good at it. Okay. I am a little worried that I'd be too good at it and it would go over, be over really quickly and then it is not worth the money that you pay for it because you just solve it immediately. But my recommendation is that you do an escape room. It's the one thing Jimmy couldn't do in the film. Escape, escape the room. The room. <gasps> that is such a good answer. Da -da 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 -da. Whoa! <laughs> Sienna, what would you say? I would say if you like watching Slices of Life in New York City, what you could watch instead of this movie <laughs> is you could watch something made partially by a woman, Oop. <laughs> which is High Maintenance, the HBO show. About people all around New York City living their lives, and we get to be the voyeurs who watch them. It's as if you are Ooh. Jimmy Stewart. Wow. It's interesting, and there's also asses in it because it's naked, because it's HBO. HBO, baby. HBO, baby. The B in HBO stands, of course, for butt. <laughs> the home butt office. But it's definitely clearly made by people who don't hate and want to kill women. So. Yay! All right. Liana. Yes. How would you rate the film Rear Window? Whoa! Ba -ba -da -ba. Whoa! <laughs> I think, to be honest, uh -huh. I would rate this film... And please do. A zero! <laughs> Just like all of his films? Rear Window? Psycho? Z zero. Whoa. Out of five. Um, zero... Zero sad bitches out of five. <laughs> <laughs> and I would rate it thusly because Hitchcock caused a lot of harm to a lot of women in IR real life. And this film did nothing to, uh, well, this film only perpetuated that further. It was not interesting enough for there to be any like, whoa, let me stick around and see what happens. And I was, I was really bummed to see Jimmy's torso in the way that we had to see it. <laughs> There's so much torso involved too much torso in, this story. in the film. Too much torso. 
Torso. Uh, speaking of which, yeah. I myself would give this film one out of five missed torsos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't love it. Yeah. It was watchable for me. I, would I watch it again? Sure, in a different context. Uh, um, it was so I, boring. I, I like that like little slice of just watching people do stuff. Mm. And every now and then, not to give Hitchcock no praise, but he does have a little bit of like comedy. He, he'll do like a little punchline at the end type of thing where he has everybody get together in the ending. And mm. I do kind of like that. So wasn't totally horrible for me to watch or anything. Um, but it didn't particularly wow me. Yeah. And I don't like really seeing Jimmy that way. I didn't like seeing Jimmy that way. But I don't like Hitchcock's Jimmy. Yeah. Because everybody's always killing women in Hitchcock things. Everybody's so always killing women. We so have there's to... no way for anybody to look like fun and nice and good. Yeah. Mm. Well, everyone, time to close the curtains on this week's episode of Tossed Popcorn. This has been our review of Rear Window. Thank you so much for listening. We are all over social media. Check us out. Take a look. Look at us. Watch us. Watch us. View us. Voyeur us. Look at me. At Tossed Popcorn. Instagram. TikTok. Twitter. Give us a follow. Please rate us five stars if you like this show. For the love of women. (laughs) Please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. And join us next week when we will be watching Intolerance. (laughs) 1916. (laughs) Almost the best year. What? (laughs) We'll see you then. There's no way they had cameras. (laughs) Thank you. We love you. Whoa! Window! You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Digging women, women with shovels, digging things up and quaffing our hair. <laughs> It's our next podcast. Puppy in a basket. Uh, Buy one. We'll be right back. (laughs) Adopt. Don't shop. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.